0: The Sicha uh, uh, base for Parshish Kisiso in the Sicha Schelik Vov, he bases himself and he explains the posik in Parshish Kisiso, which is Perek Lama Dalet Pesach, Chov, Vov, in which the posik states over there, Reishis Bikuri Ad Moscho goimer and the posik uh, talks first about the subject of separating the first of the land to bring base shamlikah but then the Sicha centers around the next few words in the posik of leivashil gidi bahaliv imoi not to cook a goat in its mother's milk. This sicha is a complicated sicha. It's a uh, sicha which explains uh, difficulties in the simple text of Rashi. And the difficulty consists not only in the Rashi itself, but to try to reconcile this Rashi with the Rashi that has been already brought down in the Parshish Mishpatim, in which there is also a Sicha on the similar Rashi. There's exactly the same words in the Parshish Mishpatim. Over there too it says, And um, the Rebbe in Sicha Be'ez, a Parshis Mishpotim. And also the first part of the Posik is also the same. Reshis Vukuda admosha. Over there it's a Parsh Mishpotim, which is Perikhov Gimul, Posik Yutas. And drebe explains over there a whole Arihas uh, and sicha on this Rashi. And he continues to explain the Rashi in our Posik. And so not only that we need to understand the Rashi itself, but in as the Rebbe has taught us in many sikhahs and in the way the Rebbe learns Rashi, that everything in Rashi is absolutely accurate. If Rashi explains something in a posik a second time that he has already explained, there has to be a reason for that. Rashi doesn't just repeat himself uh, a second time. As we find many times, Rashi does not say the same comment a second time because there is no reason for that. So when Rashi does repeat itself, then that means there is a reason. Now, of course, it follows that if Rashi in the second time says something different than he says the first time, so then, that means that this can, this new idea only applies to the second time, and not to the first time. So over here, since the verse of Sevashel Gidiba B'Chalev Imoy appears three times in the Torah in the exact same words, once in Parshas Mishpatim, in Chumash and once in Chumash in the Parshas Kisisa and also in Parshasri A. So to begin with, it's a verse that is repetitive three times. So that itself needs to be explained. And then when we start to compare Rashi's commentary to the commentary that he wrote earlier, then we see that there's differences and there's changes and there is a whole new ideas that come across here. But we also have to realize um, this is another very important rule which is central to many sikhs but it's certainly central to the understanding of this sikh over here is the idea that when Rashi brings down a heading from the verse on which he comments that that heading tells us and teaches us that the comment is is on that. And that's a very important rule, especially over here, because this makes all the difference in this commentary to this pshat, the way the Rebbe learns the Rashi, and the simple meaning of the Rashi is based largely and to a great uh, and a great deal on the fact on the quotation from Rashi, and this we'll see right in the beginning, and we'll address you know some of these things as we go along. And besides, just to note, as the Rebbe brings down from a note here, the Rebbe in a, uh, another sicha in uh, Chumash, uh, on the on the Chumash of Ayikra. And the Rebbe brings down that in Sikh Sichas Chelik of Zayin on page 42 in Ha'orah 35, uh, the Rebbe gives there a different uh, a different interpretation of the Rashi also than he does in this whole Sichas. And um, that actually, that Ha'orah was added to the latalik Chelik um it was added later on after the publishing of the Chelik Zayin uh in the other uh to to um tell us about the other interpretation but the uh over here will try to um focus. On what the uh, Rebbe is trying to bring out over here, and um, hopefully we will be able to cover also because the footnotes over here are actually an integral part in this seicha, especially to understand the meaning of the seicha inside. So let's start. So. In pasuk reishis bekurat moscho goyim leisavashal gedi b'chalevi imoy. In this verse, in the parsha, that it says there leisavashal gedi b'chalevi imoy, not to cook a goat in its mother's milk. So shteltsa chad Rashi, Rashi bases himself in sveiten dibur. That's in the second commentary on the verse. If leisavashal gedi not to cook a goat, that's what it says or Gidi as we'll see doesn't really mean a goat but it means something very young well this is going to be part of the discussion in Rashi so it says Gidi. when he's mefadish and Rashi explains Az-hora that this warning is to warn us against meat and milk. What does this mean, that this is a warning against meat and milk? The Rebbe explains that what Rashi is saying over here is don't translate the words of Lay Savashil Gidi as meaning specifically a specific type of meat, a meat that is called Gidi, which is a soft meat as we'll see again in a minute in the Rashi, but rather the meaning of the word Loisavashal Gidi in our case what does the Pasik really mean to tell us over here, not specifically about the category that gidi you can't cook in milk, but it's Azhar Lubasar. It's an Azhara for meat, any meat, not gidi but meat. This Rashi is coming to take away from what you would think that Gidi means a specific type. And Rashi says, no, it's not the Gidi, it's Basar. Basar means meat, any meat. Basar means meat, not Gidi, not a type of meat, but any Basar would be prohibited to have it with Bicholof. The words of the Rebbe, the Rebbe explains it. As the Azharim, that the warning that the Torah tells us is nit of gidi. It does not just go on the type called gidi. Nor as yedn min basar, but any type of meat is included. Tormanit mevashel becholav. You're not permitted to cook it in milk. When Rashi's Mam and Rashi continues, which we'll see in a minute, but I just wanted to emphasize here what the Rebbe brings down in the Ha'ara over here, because again, <coughs> this is a key, this Rashi, this Ha'ara is a key to understanding the entire Sikha uh, further on. The way the Rebbe learns over here is, number one, as we'll see in the Sikha a little further, that since Rashi makes this commentary over here, that al-Basar, that this is a warning for all meat, so there, and Rashi did not say this the previous time in Parshish Mishpatim, that Azharullah Basar, this tells us, the way the Rebbe learns, that this is only in this place, only in this Rashi, we have this Kiddush, this new idea that the warning is not just for a Gedi, not just for the type of Gedi, but it's for all Basar. Which really means to say that the previous time when the Torah wrote in the Parsha's Mishpatim, Gedi, the Torah over there actually meant... Only a gidi. Rashi doesn't add. The Torah over there means only gidi. Over here, Rashi adds that the Torah tells us not only a gidi, but also any basar would be included. That any min basr you're not allowed to cook in milk. But the previous Pasak, the Farish, is does not talk about any kind of basr. Now, the Rebbe also specifically says that Rashi's commentary Rashi's commentary here um, is only with regards to the Basar which means Rashi is not commenting about which kind of milk you're cooking the basar in. The other Mepharshim that ever brings down in the Ha'areh uh, say that Rashi is saying two things over here. Rashi is saying, number one, any basar, and number two, any khalof. The Pasik says, Gidi, and it gives you a specific khalof, a specific milk, <clears throat> So the Mepharshim say that Rashi is trying to say here two things. A, it is not necessarily a G'di, the type of G'di, but it's any meat. And B, it's Becholov, it's any milk, but not necessarily the milk of the mother. The Rebbe says, no, that's not what Rashi is coming to tell us over here. Rashi is only talking about the the detail of the Loisevashel G'di. That it's not a gidi, but it's any meat. Rashi is not coming to talk here about to tell you what kind of milk it is. The proof for that, the proof that that's not what we're coming to say over here, is from the heading of Rashi. Rashi quotes from the ver- from the verse, just the words, gidi. If Rashi was also coming to comment over here, that B'chalev imoi doesn't mean necessarily the mother's milk but it means any milk if this rashi's comment Rashi should have quoted from the verse gidi, because he's not only commenting what Gidi is but he's also commenting what thekhaevima is since Rashi doesn't bring down the quote from the verse so this means that absolutely that Rashi was not coming to explain here what is the is. Rashi is only explaining to us that the gedi doesn't mean a gidi, but it means any basr. <coughs> and again, the point here is that since Rashi does not quote from the Posik the words Bakhalev Imoy, that means that Rashi isn't explaining Bakalev Imoy. That Rashi is only explaining the Gidi. Now, the Rebbe will bring out later on in the Sikhan and the Ha'ris later on. That it does follow, however. Even though that Rashi does not interpret over here that it means all milk, that's not Rashi's interpretation. And Rashi's did not come to explain the Bechalev imoy over here. But it does follow, which means once we interpret... The meaning of gidi, not to mean specifically a gidi, but it means all basar. So then, the prohibition cannot be connected to the chalev imoy. Gidi, when we talk about a gidi, a young as we'll see in this Rashi later on, whether it's young or nursing uh, Gidi, then it makes it follows that Gidi is Bechalev Imoy because we're talking about a Gidi who nurses from a mother from Bakhale Imoy. But if Gidi doesn't mean a a baby, a young calf or a young animal that is nursing or is young, that's connected to the mother, so then it doesn't follow basar b'chalei v'imai. Then the basar would be enicholof, then the is would be enicholof. But still, that is not what Rashi is saying to us over here. Uh, Rashi over here is saying only that the bosser means not only gidi. And the Rebbe will explain later on that it makes a difference in the how we say it. It would make a difference whether we say that gidi is not necessarily gidi, but it means every bosser and as a result of that we're also saying since it's any basur then it has nothing to do with a mother then it would be mother's milk so then it would have to do just that you can't do it b'cholof and it would mean all b'cholof or if we say it the other way around if we would say that b'cholof doesn't mean b'chalev imay that it doesn't mean It's mother's milk, but it means any milk. So then we also have to say that it's not necessarily a Gedi. Because Gedi and Bechalevi come together because the nursing Gedi, the young nursing Gedi takes the mother's milk. Any side of it that we take away, the other one goes with it. But it makes a difference. If we start from the uh, and we say it's not the G'di and therefore we know that it's not necessarily or the other way around but in this Rashi so far at this point in the Rashi Rashi has not yet addressed what the story is with the Khalif Imay Rashi is only addressing the Gidi, as the Rebbes will discuss a little bit later on further after Rashi brings down uh, this, that it's all meat is included, and of course Rashi brings down in milk because meal, meat is only when it's with milk. Now, Rashi is not out, as we said before, to say that it's Basar Bicholav, it doesn't say Basar Bicholav Imoy. Rashi wasn't explaining. Now that which kind of cholov, by saying ashar lebasser becholov and leaving out the word imoy, so therefore you should understand that you're also talking all cholov. Again, the same argument. says the, the word becholov is just to tell you that if the Rashi says ashar lebasser, you can't just leave it at that because basar by itself is not prohibited. It's only when it's done with uh, mixed with milk. But Rashi is not out to tell us over here the part that it's milk of its uh, old milk, not only milk of its mother because, again, otherwise Rashi would have quoted from the postage and translated that this Becholov is not So even though, as we will see later on as I mentioned, the Rebbe doesn't say this in the order, but that's from later on in the Sikhar that even though once we say that Gidim is Basar, it follows that the Cholov is Lav Tav that any Cholov. But still, that's not what Rashi is coming to tell us over here. And for that we're going to deal with, uh, later on with the Rashi. But in any event, Rashi continues to say that Ushloi Shapa'amim Rashi tells you again this is something which Rashi has already told you earlier in Parshat Mishpatim. But at this point, we already know from at least one more time, because we are after Parshas Mishpatim, so we have already learned in Parshat Mishpatim. Rashi says that there is three times that the Torah tells us the prohibition of Lisevash al-Gedi Now, one of them Rashi says is echod l'Akhila, one of them is for prohibiting to be eating. And as the Rebbe learned in the earlier Sikha, that the first is telling us that it is prohibited to eat a mixture of meat and milk. And the second one, which is our posik in Kisiso, is that that is prohibited to even benefit without eating it, but any Benefit from a mixture of meat and milk. The echot, and then there is the third one. This is the one in the Parshas Re'eh. Is le'isur bishul is to prohibit just the fact that a person uh, cooks in uh, meat and milk together. He is already violating. There is a prohibition against that in. Um, in, in doing so. So, this Rashi, not only does it seem that this Rashi is redundant, which is saying three times, Rashi has already said the exact same comment basically before in the Parsha of Mishpati why the Torah has repeated three times, but in our case, it actually contradicts the statement what we just said. Because the reason why we would translate that even though the Torah says Gedi, that it doesn't really mean Gedi, the Torah says not to cook a Gedi, and here we're saying that it's not only a Gedi, not only a young, but also any meat would be prohibited to cook in how would we know that? It would seem we know that is because it's a repetitive. The Torah said once Le gidi. and again the Torah is saying again Le gidi. why would the Torah have to write the same words a second time? So because of being repetitive we're going to learn that it's coming to include something more than the Giddi. That it's coming to include also Uh, all all basar. So, but Rashi immediately follows and said, there's another reason why it's been repeated. Because one for Achila, one for Ano, one for Bishul. So we don't have already an extra pasik. So how do we know that Gidi doesn't mean only a Gidi? That only means a soft, it means all basar. The reason why we would say that in the Parsha, Before, in Kisisa, in Beshpatim Rashi, doesn't say um, that it means Basar, and over there, as the Rebbe learns in the other Sicha, and we learn over here, over there, Gidi means Davke Gidi. Because the Torah says Gidi means soft, that's what it means. Gidi means Davke Gidi, B'chalei imay means Davke B'chalei imay because the Gidi is connected to Halei V'imai. So, over there specifically, now here we we have a second time it says the same thing, Gidi, so here we're going to come up and we're going to say, Rashi says Gidi doesn't mean necessarily Gidi, it means any basur, okay so, but right away following this we're telling you why it says an extra pasuk, the extra pasuk is saying because we're also trying to prohibit it, bahanoia So, how do you know that Gidi doesn't mean only Gidi as we learned Gidi in the first, in the Parshad Bishpatim, which it means only Gidi? And it doesn't mean Basr. And the reason, how do we know that it means over there only Gidi and not Basr? Because Rashi didn't say over there that it means Basr also. So, we know that over there Gidi means Gidi, like this simple meaning. So, Rashi seems to contradict himself and and, and give us a reason why this Pasik is written. And at the same time, Rashi is learning out something new in this Pasuk, that the Gedi doesn't mean only Gedi, but it means Basar. And the second question the Rebbe is going to ask is, why does Rashi Bichlal have to bring down this second Rashi, that is three times, Rashi, that one for Isra Achila, and one for Arno and for Bishul? And Rashi has already said this before in the is mishpatim. Now, the first question we would have, even if already said in Parashat Mishpat, we would still need to understand, uh, if already we know why this Pasuk is written, how does Rashi know that it's coming to include all Basar? That we would have, even without Rashi bringing it down over here. But Rashi bringing it down over here makes it even twofold difficult. It makes it, number one, we don't understand that Rashi brings it down right here. And why does Rashi have to bring it here? Let's look inside. He's indemnit farshtadik. So the Rebbe says we don't understand over here. Aleph. Number one. This that Rashi explains over here, that we're coming to warn, the Torah is coming to warn us against any meat. Although the words in the verse state, don't cook the giddy. So, where does Rashi take this? Can't say Rashi just figures that is logically, makes sense that it's all basar. Because, had it been logically, and the reason why, what would be the log- logical reason? Well, what, what one would, can say that why Rashi says that it doesn't mean only a Gidib or any meat is because because you're going to say there's no reason to make a distinction between boser which is a Gidib and another type of meat and that's what you're going to say logically Rashi learns that this is, just makes sense had that been the case that this is Rashi's view that it's just logically no difference then Vorem we can't say that Vorem because Dan Volta said Rashi gezok for in parshas mishpatim that Rashi would have said this comment in the parshas Mishpotim would there isur leizubashal gedi in where the prohibition of not cooking the gedi stay to mash all over there it's written the first time so the bald as in parshas Mishpotim Zok niter Rashi azor since in the Portion of Mishpatim, Rashi does not say that the Torah is warning against meat in general. So that tells us, is so that tells us. So we have to say, as mitzad as that Rashi, doesn't, Rashi holds that based on logic, you could make a distinction between the Gedi and another meat. And actually, Rashi doesn't say it over there because over there in Parshish Mishpatim, when the Torah says Gidi, it only means Gidi, because of the distinction. What is the distinction? I mean, the Rebbe doesn't go into it, but the Rebbe the sicha before and the sicha later on we'll see we see that to cook a young uh, Gidi, a young uh, calf, a young animal in its mother's milk has a great uh, uh, cruelty in it. Because cooking it in its mother's milk, you know, that, that that represents the ultimate cruelty, that you can cook it in its own mother's milk, the mother's milk that is made for nursing the baby to give it life, now we're cooking the baby in the milk of its mother. Instead of the mother feeding and giving the baby to eat and to live, we're taking the mother's milk and we're cooking uh, the, the baby in it. So that would be a level of cruelty. So logically, one can argue that that is the prohibition, and that is the reason, the logical reason, and Parshas Mishpatim, why the Torah we're learning, and Rashi doesn't say anything else differently there, because that is the Pshat and the Pasuk over there. So, so therefore we need to say, as Rashi Raya, so what is Rashi's evidence that here it's different? We're not talking about just the Gedi, but we're talking about any Basar. Is the fun? Was gidi in our Is the fact because that when the Torah says in our portion, this is already said a second time. So since it said a second time, Rashi learns. Okay, you can just say the Torah is redundant to say another prohibition, the same prohibition. Logically, according to Pshat Mikra, we don't say that. Was their meat, is their pasik, Therefore, we say that the pasik is not intending not just to increase lavi, nor the Torah wants to add a new, a new aspect to the prohibition in the MLAB, to warn also about meat. So, here the Torah is adding another thing about meat. So, if Rashi's evidence and Rashi's proof is because it's the second time, and therefore we know that we have to add something in addition. So Rashi already explains why we have this a second time. How could we say, come up with two uh, two reasons for the same addition if we have already one? Rashi himself says in Zalbun Dibur, in the same statement, in the same uh, commentary, as that the novelty... What has been uh, brought into our, our verse, teaching us, L'gabi Parshas Mishpatim, relative to the section of Mishpatim, that consists of the fact that this Parshan is coming to also prohibit it to benefit. So from where does Rashi also learn to come up with this idea, that it's also coming to teach us that there is a prohibition against all meat, not only Gedi. We already have a reason why our pasik has been repeated. It's been repeated to tell us that it's Osr Ba'anoah, not only Ba'chilo. So how does Rashi know that? And number two, the second question is, them pirush this commentary, that Ushloy Shepoam that three times, as the dry Mol was a state in the Torah, that the three times that the Torah writes, Leisubash subashal Goymer, is this so that one of them is to ask the first time it's prohibited eating. Einmal, one comes to prohibit benefiting. Einmal, the Bisholah, wants to cooking. And I'm saying this again, the first, second, and third, because we'll see later on the Sikha. And the Rebbe also, the previous Sikha, learned specifically, it's not just one of them or two of them or three of them, but actually it's a disorder. Uh, the whole uh, previous Sikha was uh connected to the fact that Rashi, the first one has to do with the Israhila, which is the most logical prohibition, and then you add the Hano and then you add Gishal, which is sort of with each step we're adding something new. But this commentary that we have the three prohibition, Rashi already said by the <inaudible> Mishpatim, By the first one of these three times in this section of Mishpatim, Rashi mentions already. That that's the reason why it says three times. So why does Rashi need to explain it a second time? So basically, the Rebbe says that Rashi is, is coming to teach us in the beginning of his commentary over here that not only gidi in this Pasuk, but also, it's only in this Pasuk that we're saying that, that not only gidi but also, any Basar would be Asur. So the question is, A, how does Rashi know this, if we already have a reason why uh, the Pasuk repeated, it is Vashal Gidi to Isra hanot, So how do we know that it's also coming to tell us something else, that it's not only gidi, not only the soft uh, gidi, but it's also regular Basra, all kinds of Basra. How would we know that? And as the Rebbe proves also, this is something which has been discovered in this Pasik, because Rashi doesn't say it before, so it's not something which is obvious. It has to come because of a, a redundancy or some other way that we know it. But how do we know this over here? And then again, the second question, the Rebbe said, "Why does Rashi have to repeat this commentary a second a second time?" The Rebbe will answer these two questions as follows. Uh, later on, after asking the other questions, but the Rebbe is going to explain that although we know. And we have a good reason why the Pesach had to repeat to prohibit it. But still, what is troubling Rashi, why would the Torah use the exact same lotion of Loi Sevashel? At the end of the day, we are talking about a different type of prohibition. We're answering it behanoe different than the previous, which is Achila. And we keep on using the Loshon of Loi in both cases, which means like this. If the first time around, like in Parshish Mishpatim where it says Loi over there we don't have a problem, even though we are saying that it's because of isur achila, Why the Torah calls it loysevashel? Because the beginning of eating begins with cooking. When you how do you eat Basar B'chalav? You cook it. So the Torah uses it for a language of loysevashel, and it means achila. That's not such a problem, and that's why Rashi wouldn't comment over there, and it's not a problem over there. And that's why we don't have a Hichacha over there of anything else. But over here, when it comes a second time, and the second time, it means something different than the first time. First time, Mizachila, and now Mizhanohe. So the Torah should have had some indication, there should have been some sort of a hint to us that here we're talking about a different matter, that it's not anymore the same as before. Why does the Torah use the lotion of Lois this tells Rashi, and this is where Rashi comes up and he says that we have to find something that the Torah is Marbe, which is um, included also in the Bisho, which means we're going to add the Um, prohibition, and say that it's not only Gidi, that it's not only the soft, but also every Basar. And that Basar is not allowed to be cooked. Now, it's not allowed to be anything. We're adding here a new thing in the uh, in, into the idea of bishul, but that would go across the board in all three things. Rashi, therefore, wants to make it clear to us, and that's why Rashi also brings down the commentary from Parsha's Mishpatim a second time, to tell us that this new thing, that it's going to be Asur, is going to be also in all three things, for Achila, Ahanoah, and Bishel. And that is why we're adding it, and that's why the Torah is redundant in the word to Bishal, because we're bringing in something which would go in across the board in all three surim, And that's why the Torah specifically writes it again in L'Ise Vashel and L'Ise Vashel, because we want to add something which is going to include in all the three Yisurim, as the Rebbe will explain later on in, in detail. And over there in the Aretz, the Rebbe will also explain that we cannot say, since we have a reason for the uh that it's coming to include Basar, then how do we know that it's coming, Isur hanor? And uh, the Rebbe explains over there in the is because we can't say that the Torah writes Le'isuvashil Gidi, yes, the word Le'isuvashil is coming to add Old Basar, so that Old Basar is Osir and everything, but we can't say that the entire POSIK Gidi, which is coming to tell you, uh, says that the Gidi is coming to tell you not the Gidi, is coming to tell you the Basar. We can learn out that also Basar, but there is a reason why the whole POSIK of Subashal Gidi, that is Le'isuvashil as we'll see later on in the Asicha, and we'll uh, go through a little bit of the Ha'ore. In any event, in the uh, second um, Ois, uh, the Rebbe will explain now the second part of Rashi, in which Rashi translates the meaning of Gidi, that Gidi doesn't mean necessarily, or does not mean a goat, but rather uh, a young uh, a young animal is called a Gedi because Rashi brings the proofs because Gedi, uh, Izim are called when you want to talk about a goat. It's a Gedi, Izim. But a Gedi means a young. And Rashi says also a nursing. And the rabbi is going to ask here both questions. That On one hand, number one, this general commentary has already been said in Parsha Mishpatim. Rashi already translates What means the Gedi? That it means not necessarily a goat. Why does Rashi have to repeat it again? But number two, Rashi actually changes a little bit from what he said over there. Over there, Rashi didn't say the word that a Gedi is a yonik, it's a nursing uh, uh, baby. uh, That the calf is nursing. It just says a soft, young, soft one. Here, Rashi says uh, that it's also nursing. So what's going on? A Rashi is repeating himself, and then Rashi is actually changing. So, how do we make sense of this? And all this, notwithstanding, this is just the translation. What the meaning of gidi is, but it still doesn't take away from the general Rashi's commentary that gidi Bechlal over here doesn't mean the uh, doesn't mean the gidi altogether because it's ashora libosar as the Rebbe will explain later on in the sechel. Then Rashi uh, places himself on the words of the Pasik which says "gidi," when he's and he explains that kol vladrach all young, uh, a baby, a young one, is included in the word gidi, meaning not exclusively a goat which might be, uh, uh, in first glance, uh, thought that is as the meaning. So he says, no. Ba'af egel and also a calf and a sheep, uh, is part of this Gedi. Um, and it's a Vladrach, it's just a soft, a young, uh, soft baby. Uh, how do we know this? Rashi's proof from the fact that Rashi uh, uh, that the the fact that the Pesach needs to articulate in many places stating Gedi-izim if a Gedi by definition is a goat so then it shouldn't say gidi. it doesn't have to say gedi just Gedi already means izim why does it say gedi so that is Lomadetoh this is from this you learn the fact that the posik does state gdi izim. So, this t- teaches us, teaches you she g'di istam, that if it says just a gdi without saying that it is of izim, is kol yonkin mashma. That will include all animals that are nursing, nursing babies, young babies, uh, that they would also be included. In the language of Gidi, so here we have two problems with this commentary of Rashi. This comment of Rashi. Number one, Rashi has already generally say has already given this comment earlier in Parshas Mishpatim when Rashi translated Leisvashel Gidi He's basically said the same uh, idea, but that's number one. Why does Rashi have to repeat himself? And number two, Rashi actually changes and says something different than what he says before. Because before, Rashi just talked about a soft young animal. And here, Rashi adds specifically a nursing animal. Let's do it inside. He's indemnity, move on. So in this Rashi, is not understood. Aleph, number one. Derpirush as Gidi. This interpretation that the meaning of the word Gidi means kol means all soft uh, babies that it also includes also the calf and the sheep well a calf is from the uh, from a bull is from the large animal the small baby is called the eagle kevis is the baby of the Sheep, as opposed to the baby of the goat. That's also a small animal, but that's the other of the small animals. There's the goat and there's the sheep. So the word Gidi means also the Egil v'cheves, as Rashi says, means the, also the small, the baby uh, bull, or the baby cow, and also the baby sheep. And also, so this commentary that it means that also, oich dirayah, and also Rashi's proof that it means everything is because in many places the Torah needs to articulate and say G'di Izim and a G'di of Izim so this comment Rashi Rashi already said this in the portion of Mishpatim so why does he have to repeat this again over here so, as we will see, the Rebbe will say that there is a special reason why Rashi is repeating it over here again. As the Rebbe explains later on, that in this pasuk of Leisavashel Gidi Bachaleiv Imoy, we are actually including not uh, we're not actually talking about specifically the meat of a Gedi, of a young. Uh, Animal, but we're actually talking about all kinds of meat. And as Rashi says, and the question that will arises is, why does the Torah use the language of Gidi if really we're including all kinds of meat? And the answer to that question is because the. Torah just uses the Gedi because that's the common uh, it's an example, it's a scenario as Rashi says many times that we use a scenario of a common cause since the verse continues and says in its mother's milk and the reason why the Torah uses the language of here Gedi is not because it only applies to Gedi but the only reason why it says over here Gedi is because uh, the, uh, since it says the chalei imoy the mother's milk, and that's why it uses the example, the scenario, and the common case of a mother's milk, that's used by a Gedi, but that is used specifically by the Yoinkin kind of a Gidea, small, a nursing, a baby that is found next to the mother. So when you want to cook meat with milk, instead of going to look milk far away, you're going to be using the mother. So the reason the Rebbe explains, we'll read Barichas in the answer, but I just wanted to bring it out now to see uh, what the Rebbe's explanation is. The Rebbe asks over here now, why does Rashi have to repeat it? Because, as the Rebbe will conclude later on, the answer in the previous Pasik Gedi means Taka Gedi, and it means only Gedi. In parshas Mishpatim, when it says Gedi, there, it doesn't mean any other meat, but soft meat. So Rashi just brings down the psukim to tell you that Gedi doesn't mean goat, but it means soft meat. But it's not necessary to emphasize that we're talking about uh, a nursing baby's uh, uh, milk, uh, it's uh, a nursing baby, because just soft is already the interpretation of Gedi. But in our case, where the lotion of Gedi, as the Rebbe is going to learn, is coming to add not just a Gedi meat, not only a soft, but really it means regular basar. And the only reason why the Torah uses the language of Gedi as uh, a soft one, is because the Torah is talking about the so it becomes a common case, is to talk about a young one, but the common case is not just any young one, it's talking about a young one, which is a nursing baby, because the nursing baby is the one that used the mother's milk, as we'll see later on. But the second question, the Rebbe asks over here now, is in Unzer Pasik is Rashi Befei That, first of all, Rashi repeats himself, but Rashi also adds an zoknit an aspect that he doesn't mention before in Parshas Mishpati. Dort zokt Rashi over there. Rashi states she gidi el vladrach, that the gidi means only a soft uh, baby, But as opposed to inunzer in our verse is dominion. He adds this also this idea the concept of Yoinkim, that it's a nursing baby this is more than just a baby, but this shows on a very young baby, a baby that is still nursing Movon, so then it's not understood as in since in his commentary in the portion of Mishpotim. which comes before the section of schreibtyankin he does not write nursing. Haste is dog, so that would mean as that all kinds of soft animals are referred to baby, young babies are called gidi. Even such an even such animal that stopped nursing. Vertongiru Gedi is still referred to as a gidi. So what is the evidence in Unzerpasik in our verse that does mean So how do we know that it means only nursing mother? Nursing babies. How do we know that it's a nursing baby? And as mentioned before, but the Rebbe's answer to this question is because in the previous parsha, the reason why it says a Gedi is because it only means a Gedi. And only a Gedi taka doesn't mean a Yonik specifically. But in our parsha with the Lashon of Gedi is not because it doesn't mean only Gedi. As Rashi himself says, we're including all kinds of basar. So since we're including all kind of basar, the question is, why do we talk about a gedi? So in this case, the gedi is coming to speak about in the commonness, the it's the, hoyve, it's the uh, usual way that to use the chalei is with a gedi. But what kind of a gedi cannot be just a non-nursing baby, it therefore it includes a nursing baby. So it actually has to add and change over here, because in our pasik, since it doesn't mean specifically a gedi, it means all kinds of boss, and the only reason why it says gidi is because uh, it's the common way, it's the Huyve way, it's the case. Okay, so, therefore, Rashi has to say, why is it Huyve? Because it's haive for the chalevi imay. Uh What kind of a baby is used Halevi Imui has to be a Yankee. That's why Rashi says, adds the word. That's what I will answer. But now, bottom line, in the in Beis, we had two questions in the second Rashi, in the second commentary of Rashi. Uh, a, why does Rashi have to repeat it? And why does Rashi change from the first, from the way he said it in Pasha's Mishpatim where he just said a soft young baby, and here Rashi seems to add a different definition which would exclude just old uh, young babies which are more older than nursing, and he says it actually means a nursing baby. So, how come they have this change, and what is the meaning of Gedi? There's another change in this Rashi uh, that we just mentioned to the Rashi in Mishpatim is because Rashi over here says in a general way, as it's evidence in many places that a Gedi doesn't mean uh, only a goat. And he doesn't specify the details as he did in Parsh Mishpatim, because that's not a problem. The Rebbe explains in order 9 because Rashi doesn't have to bring down. Rashi relies on the details that he said before. Uh, but here, he has another reason as we explain why Rashi has to say it over here. But then Rashi doesn't have to bring down all the details and all the specific from the evidence, but it's enough for him to say that it was mentioned the Kama Makarmas. Now, the Rebbe learns that since Rashi in the first commentary of Rashi, uh, Rashi says that it comes to, Rashi puts the heading on the subashal gidi and it doesn't bring down, does not bring down the word bakhalev imoy. And Rashi therefore says as hodulabasr bakhalev, so as we learned earlier, that the only thing that Rashi is coming to add from the pasik of the Gidi, now, that the second time that we're coming to answer all kinds of boser, But we had not yet answered, we have not yet said that this Pasik is also prohibiting any milk, which is not milk of its mother. Because Rashi is not all kinds of boser, all kinds of halof. Only as Horal as the Rebbe said the, earlier, that if the uh, Rashi meant to say all kinds of cholav, he would have quoted from the Pasik also Bechalev Imoi, not just Le Gidi. Gidi. It turns out that number one in the Pasik in Parshish Mishpatim, Bchalav, we're not including anything. We're not including not Basar, and not bchallevim. Over there, the pasuk means, according to Rashi in Parshas Mishpatim, lo Shel gidi means only gidi, only of ladrach Mashma. Rashi is not Marbe old basur. Over there, it doesn't bring it down. And certainly bchallev imoy is in the Pasik. Rashi doesn't change that; it includes everything. So so far, we know that it's only what we include Basar. But then we have a question now in the next Rashi. Uh, we're going to have a problem now because the next Rashi is going to say that meat of a bird the basar oif Rashi is going to say is excluded meat of a bird is excluded and we learn it out from the Possek, B'chalev imoy, as we'll see in a minute in Barichas in the, from the Rashi in the Rebbe Sichel. But it means if we say that meat of a bird is excluded because the posik says, Bachalev Imoy. Since the Posik says Bachalev Imoy, and Bachalev Imoy means that the Basar that you are using has an Imoy. Oif doesn't have an imoy. Oif comes from an egg. When egg does is not the imoy. It's not considered an imoy. So it excludes a bird uh, that a bird's meat is not osur. Now the question is: Why do we have to exclude a bird's meat? Because we're saying it doesn't have its mother's milk. It doesn't have a mother. And that's why it's only uh, uh, meat which has a mother. Why don't we exclude it? If the prohibition of Bechalev Imoy means specifically the mother's milk. So which milk can't you cook in? You can't cook in mother's milk, in its mother's milk. You can't, there's no problem of cooking meat with milk, but you can't cook the meat in its mother's milk. If logistically the bird doesn't have a mother, so there can never be a case where it's cooking its mother's milk. So why do we need a POSIC to exclude gidi to teach us. So why do we have to exclude the the bird because it doesn't have because the Torah excludes a bird because the Torah tells you that only such meat that has a mother um, it doesn't matter. We don't have to exclude this meat. We don't have to exclude bussa that doesn't have a mother. All we have to say is that by a bird you cannot. If the iser is only in the mother's milk, there is no mother's milk there, so it's automatically excluded. If the iser is only in its mother's milk, if the Torah only means in its mother's milk, so then that means that it's it's excluded. That it, not because it does not a bussa raif is excluded because it doesn't have a mother. It's uh, not that there's a special exclusion for the bird, but it's just there cannot be a scenario of the mother's milk because it's only us the mother's milk. We're, we're not us, we're not excluding it. But you know, busar uh, If is, is like regular busser. We don't have to be my the busser. All we're saying is that there's just no gonna be no mother's milk there because it doesn't have a mother. So the way the Rebbe learns in this over here is that that alone tells us, this Droshe, that the Torah writes here, Bachalev imoi, is, is Taka coming to tell us that you can't, we're excluding the Basar Oif. And therefore, we Taka have to say that because the Pusik is excluding Bosar Oif, that you're actually not allowed to cook in any milk, not only in of milk. That alone, that the Torah here is writing, to exclude Basar Oiv, Mamele, since the Oiv doesn't have mother's milk, so why do we have to exclude it? So that means that the Yisr, this tells us at this point we know that it doesn't mean only mother's milk, it means all milk. And that's why we have to exclude Basar Oif to say that Basar Oif doesn't apply Basar B'cholov because all milk would be. So that alone, that the Torah tells us, that Basar Oif is excluded. So that alone, eventually, that will teach us that the milk that the Torah asserted with the bosor is not only its mother's milk, because had it been the mother's milk only, then why would we need to exclude bosor b'cholob? So at this point in the Rashi, the Rebbe learns over here, we're actually excluding, we're actually saying, the fact that the Torah excludes bosor oif, we're actually saying that b'cholob is actually going to be any khalof that is going to be osur to cook basr. And therefore, we have to exclude baser oif. And we'll see what the Rebbe's question is in a minute. But I just wanted to mention that in the Ha'ore that was added later on, the Rebbe brings out differently than what the Rebbe is going to say now on this thing, that in the Ha'ore... Uh, the rabbi brings down in from a la- in a later chelik. He says to in a later chilek, um that um, actually that this Rashi does not hold at all that basar b'cholov that that it could be any cholov. It's Rashi still hold b'chalev imoy. The reason. Why Rashi is saying Prat le Oif is not an extra posik to exclude that, but it's Taka excluded memela. It's memela excluded the Boser Oif Taka because it doesn't have Chalev Imoy. Since the Torah says Chalev Imoy, it's not that we have an extra posik to exclude Chalev Imoy, but because we have a posik that says, But Chalev Imoy. And therefore, it's prat. It excludes basar oif because you cannot cook in the mother's milk. And b'meila, the basar is not going to be osur because of that. But not that there is a possibility and we're going to say that you chayiv uh, So the way the Rebbe basically learns is totally different over there than the Rebbe learns over here. In our sicha, the Rebbe learns that eventually, after. This Rashi, the second Rashi, that in the beginning, when it says Basar, that means only Basar, that we're coming to exclude. And we weren't coming to include all Chalav. But when Rashi says Pratle Oif, then we have to say that it's Asering also all Chalav, not only Chalevi Ima, because otherwise we wouldn't need a special limit. Pratla Oif would be excluded because there's no Chalav milk over there. But in the other, however, the other sicha, the Lebbe learns differently that it's only the mother's milk and the reason why baser oif is excluded is not a special limit, it's excluded automatically since you need Basar oif for and there's no, it doesn't have mother's milk, then there is no chalof there, no chalevimut to talk about. So that's why the Basar is not going to be oser. But in any event, in our Sikh, we're going to learn now. The Rebbe is asking since we are saying now that the Pshat from Le's al Gadiba Chalev Imei is not to tell us that you can't cook milk, meat, in its mother's milk, like the Seeming the Pasha of the Posek. But Le's al Gadiba Chalev Imei is coming to tell you that you cannot. Use meat to cook in and in any milk that but you but you cannot use meat but you could use Basar because it doesn't have an emo. So now we're excluding the meat of a bird from the Isra Basabakhov and therefore we have to say that the isur is by all milks because otherwise we don't have to exclude Basura. But why would Rashi have to why would Rashi say asks over here such a pshat which goes contrary to the Pusek? In the chat in the posik. The posik of loisubashal giddi bachalev imoid states simply in its mother's milk. Rashi is saying no. loisubashal giddi bachalev imoid doesn't mean its mother's milk. It means you're not allowed to cook a giddi or bosso in milk. And imoid. Meaning that the busar has to be such that has a mother, that it comes from a mother, not a knife, which doesn't come from a mother, and therefore we're asking all milk. Why would Rashi do that, Shad? This is the Rebbe's Kashi going to be here. Let's learn inside. Later on, Rashi places himself on the words of Bachalev, Imoi, in its mother's milk. When it's befarish, Rashi explained that this is perat. This is excluding This posik of b'chalev ima is coming to exclude a bird. She'en le'chalev aim, that it doesn't have mother's milk. So a bird that doesn't have mother's milk. Why doesn't it have mother's milk? Because it doesn't come from a mother. It comes from an egg. So therefore... It does not, it's not part of the issue of Basar Becholov. It's not a Basar, as the rabbi learns here, it's not a Basar, because it's not a Basar as a mother. Rashi adds, this prohibition of Basar Becholov is not suffering only from the words of the rabbi. So Rashi says, so what Rebbe explains, as mi deverter Imoi that with the words in its mother's milk, kum der posik. So the posik here is coming not to explain in velch cholav matonit kachon dem bosov. The bechalev imo is not explaining what type of milk you can't cook the meat, as we learn it in its mother's milk, not in ordinary milk nor to obtain but rather this verse is coming to translate welcome which type of meat that you're not allowed to cook in milk? as that is that this prohibition is specifically on the meat of such an animal was that has Mother's milk. If it's an m- animal doesn't have mother's milk, then it's not included in the bus And them bosr, now, if it doesn't have mother's milk, and the condition is mother's milk, why do we have to exclude it? So that's what the Rebbe adds. So now we know, once we say that the Torah is coming to tell us what kind of a bosr, it has to be then that all milk is osr. When them bosr, then you're not allowed to cook it in any milk. Also, such a milk, which is not his mother's milk. So, although before in the Azhar we said just Basur, that was the chiddush. Here we're already going to add because we're teaching pratli gedi, uh So that because the oif doesn't have. Uh, mother's milk, it means that it's asr in all milk, and we're excluding it and saying that that basr won't be because you can't cook it, it's mother's milk, it doesn't have mother's milk but you're not going to be choiv if you're cooking the ordinary milk so therefore by a meat of a bird which doesn't have mother's milk Gate nit under manage suffering, so the prohibition of not to cook it does not apply. Le would not apply to an oif only mediver suffering words in the rebbe. Is indemnified. Move on. So over here, it's not understood The simple interpretation of don't cook a goat in its mother's milk is that would mean as the tzugel like ima. Why are we adding the word ima its mother? Gate of the var b'cholav. That refers to the milk. So which milk? The milk of Emoi? It's mother's milk. In you're not allowed to cook the meat in its mother's milk. So why does Rashi learn Azarkum Gor to the Rashi's learning that Imoi is not coming to tell you what kind of milk, but it's coming to tell you what kind of meat. But it doesn't make a difference in what milk you cook it. Because if it needs to be the mother's milk, then we don't have to exclude the meat of a knife, because it doesn't have mother's milk. But here Rashi says, that it's coming to exclude the meat of the bird. So that means that the word, Imoy over here is telling you that the Basal of the subashal gidi, what kind of a gidi is a gidi that has imoy? And then, but the chalev would be any milk. Why would Rashi say such an interpretation? The kashi noch starker. And this question is even stronger because oichim mishpatim imoy. Of there it says, <laughs> Rashi doesn't interpret there that it excludes a bird. And that would re- mean, and that's the way it remains actually, that in Mikra, Rashi over there, means the prohibition is only in his mother's milk. And we have an additional Easter in this Pasuk which is coming to us, her all milk also, because of the way we learned about Pratli Ligidi And not only does the Rebbe say that Rashi doesn't say it over there, uh, that it excludes the Basar Oif, but actually the Rebbe is going to say that over there it would make sense to exclude Basar Aif because we don't have to exclude Basar Aif because since over there Gidi means only Gidi, so therefore that is the only thing. So Basar Oif is excluded because Basar Oif is not Gidi. Because Mele in our posse, in Kisiso, we Rashi includes all Basar. And Mele, you might include Basar Oif. You need a posik of Imoy to exclude Basar But in the Posik over there in Pasha's Mishpatim, where Gedi means Davkel Vladrach, and it does not mean Basar, all Basar, so why would we have to exclude Basar oif, it doesn't mean any basar, it only means of vladrach. Let's look inside. Und dort mit Over there, we cannot interpret that the Vimel meant the Posig to remind sein oif, that the Posig intends to exclude the bird, from the Azhorilus of Ashal Gidi, because the warning of not to cook a Gidi in Pash Mishpotim is bloiziv Gidi, that only means the Gidi vladrach, a soft baby funa behemel. Uh, of an animal, it only means of an animal. It's only in our section, in our portion where gidi is written a second time, is and therefore we have to exclude a bosor gidi. is for the So. Over there, where it doesn't, only talks about the boss of Behimah from Avlad Rach, it's already automatically excluded. So we don't need the posse of Bechah to exclude us. So from this, all it's understood. As Bechah from Parshish Mishpatim, learned Rashi Kipshote. The Rashi Obedir learns the meaning of Bechah in the simple meaning, can't cook in his mother's milk. As the isur dort is blais of chalevimai the the isur that the pasuk talks about in parsha mishpatim means his mother's milk. Not even under milk, not on any other milk. So why shouldn't he learn in our sedra too that it means also the mother's mother's milk that only the mother's milk. So, the Ram and the good Ariyei, that they learned that when Rashi says, az that means all kinds of Cholov. So they're saying, since Rashi said it means all kinds of Cholov, so then Rashi now uh, is continuing to explain, if it's all kinds of cholav, why does it say chalev imay? And that's why they were excluding Giddi. opposites that the Rebbe proved earlier that Rashi does not mean kol basu b'cholav This is Rashi's now on list l'svashul Giddi, that is learned as a result from the prat l'bosar oif. That's how we know that it means all the cholav, but Rashi didn't say that before. So, why would Rashi change the meaning of the posuk of g'di? chalev uh, imay, to mean a different kind, what kind of Basar, prat le oif, and to include all kinds of milk, instead of saying that it means all the mother's milk, and then the uh, bird would be excluded by itself, we don't need a positive to exclude that, which by the way again to mention, is the way the Rebbe actually learns in the other sicha, uh later on in the Hagod. in the other sicha, that actually, that is actually what Rashi means, but that's, that's not the way the Rebbe learns over here. In addition, we also need to understand that this piece was Rashi's mesayim. That Rashi concludes that the prohibition of uh, of bird meat is only with the words of the scribes from and not with the So the I was asking is why is it important uh, What is important to the interpretation of the verse vossi's in the Pursuk is about the Torah. Why are we talking now about what's in the suffering? The fact that is only is also the also um, that the fact that the fact that the fact is the fact that the so that the fact says, the mm-hmm. In a squeezed way, we can say Since the that the 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 when he sees the conduct of his parents, as, as the meat milk, that also meat of a bird, you can't eat with milk. He sees the actual reality. So there are certain questions that will be raised by the Chamesh Lemekra just from what it sees going on in his house. So he sees that you don't eat Basar so he'll start to wonder, These Rashi, how does Rashi say over here that it excludes a bird, as Basarev is her mother, that Basarev is permissible, and he knows that you're not allowed to. Rashi tells him he should know that it's also So we can say that Rashi addresses an, a question that he will have from a practical question from way it's done, and that's where Rashi is trying to. Tell the child that is like awesome But in order to us to interpret it, Rashi adds a side uh, thing over here, which really has nothing to do with the interpretation of the verse, just to answer. This is something which is very difficult. Would be, make a lot more sense. Has oig seen for Rashi's Pirush, that also the end of Rashi's commentary, is mina medivre sofrim. That Rashi says in the end that the Isur is not from the Torah, but only Midra bonon, hotzutomit that it has to do with the actual interpretation of the commentary. It's not just to answer what a question you would have and what goes on in this house, but it has something to do with the actual uh, thing uh, of the posik. And further, the Rebbe says, because in the of 14, the Rebbe says that in the Parshish Mishpatim already, of there, the question will arise by the child of Adir, it would seem. If Rashi wants to answer the child from what he sees at home and to make sure that in the Rabon so Rashi should have said it in the Mishpatim because of Adir, Rashi just says that the Gedi uh, excludes the uh the meat of, of, of all kinds of uh, the Chaya, the Oif, uh, and also behemoth which is not a Gedi, and the child knows uh, that all these other meats are also prohibited. So why wouldn't Rashi tell him over there, oh, even though I'm telling you now that the Gedi is Vlad Mashmah? So the only an eagle vachevis and gedil rav and he knows that all other meats will also be prohibited. I should say, but different soften the other things are prohibited also. So if Rashi is concerned with that, Rashi doesn't say it over there. So why would Rashi have to say it here? So that means that it has something to do with the actual interpretation, as the Rebbe will explain later on. In Oys um uh, the Rebbe is going to begin to answer the question that he presented. From the beginning of the Sikha. So, the first question that uh, the Rebbe asked was uh, Rashi's interpretation over here that when it says, uh, Rashi says, that it means all Basar and the Rebbe's question was, why does Rashi have to say here different than he said before in Parsha's Mishpatim to add that the Pesach here means not only a Gedi, but it includes all Basar, when in the Pesach it says befedish that L'Yisuvashel Gedi. So since it says L'Yisuvashel Gedi, we should say that it means a gedi, not all basar, not all 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 flesh, all meat. And um, further, as the Rebbe explained, that in the previous parsha, Rashi doesn't say that it means basar in parshas Mishpatim, because mm-hmm. over there leisavashel gedi means actually gedi. So what forces Rashi to change over here and say that it means all basar? And there is a reason Rashi gives immediately for the duplication. It's because one is Le'isur Achila, one is Le'isur HaNoah, and one is Le'isur Bishul. So the reason why it says again in Parshish Kisisa is for Isur HaNoah. So we have a reason why the Pasek writes it. So why does Rashi say that Le'isur bashal Gidi is coming to include Basar? This was the Rebbe's question initially. So this is what the Rebbe is going to answer now. That really, Rashi's question over here is the language, not so much the issue why it's duplicated the second time, which is addressed by the other part that Rashi says, that it's Osur Ba'akhil and Osur ba'noah. That's, it's understood. But the question that Rashi is bothered by uh, is... Why would the Torah use the same exact language of leisavashil in both places, where in the parshas mishpatim leisavashil means isur achila, and in the parsha over here Sevashel means uh, isur hanoah. The problem is not how come something which is osur baachila is called lo'isavashil and not lo'isechil. Or something which is, asur is called lo'isavashil and not Loisahana. That's not the problem. Because had that been the problem, then that would be the problem the first time around in Parshas Mishpatim. Rashi would address it there. The reason why lo'isavashil can mean Israhila is because the beginning of akhila begins with cooking, you cook the meat, that's how you eat the meat when the milk is when you cook it. So it's the beginning of the cooking that is uh, hinted for the akhila the same thing is the Hanoi, if one is to benefit from it in any other ways, in the usual way, the meat and the milk are first cooked together, so that's not the problem. Why does an Isra Achila or Isra Hanoi use the wash of Laysevashel? The problem that we really have is because it's the second time and it means something else. Since it's the second time that it says, and Laysevashel Gidi, there should have been a change in the language just to distinguish between the two types of Issurim because one of them is a and here we're using the exact same lotion so the redundancy the, the, the duplication of the same language is troublesome to Rashi why would the Torah use the language of Leisevashil this tells Rashi that there is something in the Leise Vashil which is across the board which is not the particular Connected to this specific prohibition of Isur Hanoe, which is in the Parshas Kisiso, but it's something which has to do with the general Leisavashel, which includes all three: the Leisavashel of Achila in Parshis Mishpatim, the Leisavashel of uh, Hanoe, which is in Parshas Kisiso, and then what's in Parshis Dvarim, the Leisavashel, the Isur Bishul that in all three of them, it's actually lois vashil. So what are we including over here? So therefore, as she says, we include all basar. That all basar is included in that isur of lois vashil. And because of this, the Torah uses the same lotion. And that's how we know that in our POSIK, the... Azhore is also coming not just for Basar Gedi, but actually to include also other Basar. Let's read inside, and we'll explain a little bit more because there are very important orders from the Rebbe, as he explains this. Is there biyur in them? So the explanation and this is the difficulty in the verse of don't, Cooked the gidi in our sedra in our portion of kisiso. But Rashi nem tarop mitzaim pidush azhor lebosar chulu, which Rashi removes with through his commentary that it's coming to warn for all meat bosar chulu. Is what is Rashi's difficulty? V'bal das der ta'ich vort tavashel. Since the translation of the word tavashel in unser pasuk in our verse is nitachila, being Parsha's Mishpatim does not mean eating as it means in the portion of Mishpatim. But in our Pasek it means not Han but rather it means to not to benefit in As Rashi has already explained this earlier in the portion of Mishpotim that our pasuk is talking about Yisro Noah. So Rashi's problem is, is State in Zelber. So why does the Torah state in both places the same expression? Then der Lois Vachel Voldgestanen Blounzer etc had the language of Lois Vachel only been written in our section, that would not be a problem. Vol it given that would not be a question for vos der lois Va of Isura Noah why the Torah uses to express, not to cook by saying. Uh, that meaning not cooking and meaning not to benefit. That's not a problem because hayoyis as is the erste mittel. Since cooking is the first agent, the first thing that happens was the fir This leads to benefit. Was der Therefore, is Rashi oichnit schwer der For that reason, Rashi doesn't have a problem with the language of lois Vashel in the section of Mishpatim, which means the prohibition of Achille. Why does it say lois Vashel? It doesn't have a problem. Because the first way, before you eat it, you cook it. So that's why it says the language lois Vashel, meaning loisach. So that wouldn't be a problem. But the Baal to Oberazim Parshis Mishpatim, Redder Pasek Begna Achille, but since in the portion of Mishpotim we're talking about Achille, and in Unzer Posseg Vegnano, like, and our verse is talking about benefiting, so the Torah in the two Ertrigen darf nutzen, so the Torah should have used in both places uh, two separate expressions, just to distinguish between the two. For So, why does it say in both places that Luschen? Le'sevashel, the language you shall not cook. So basically, the Rebbe is saying it's not a problem why Achila or why Hanoah would be called Le'sevashel, because that would say simply that the way of expressing Achila Hanoah begins through the Bishul, and that's why the Torah says it in the language of Le'sevashel question is, it's repeated a second time with the same language and there should be a difference between isra and Isra. No. Now, the Rebbe also uh, cautions here and says, we know that the Halacha is that basar Becholov if it's not cooked together it will, may actually not be osur Min HaToyra. In other words, that when is the uh, prohibition of eating and drinking, or eating or uh, benefiting from basar b'cholov, is only if it has been cooked first. But if it hasn't been cooked, for it has been salted first, or it's been laying and it absorbed one from the other. So minat Torah, there may not be B'chlal and isur, as the Gemara says, derech bishul the de Torah asur. So one can argue, maybe the reason why the Torah says the language of Leish what's the problem? Because even though we're talking about the Isra Achila by Isra Noah in our Parsha, or Isra Achila in the Parsha of uh, Mishpatim, this Torah still writes Leish because it's only Asur Ba'Achila, and only Osir, uh, Ba Ba'Anoah if it started off with Bishul. Without Bishul it wouldn't be Yisra Ba'Achila with ba So although this is actually maybe true in Pshutishal Mikra also that it is only Osir when it's cooked first, but since the main reason uh, why the Torah uses the language Loise Vashel the Rebbe explained earlier in the Haare 8, the Sicha Parshus Bishpatim, is not because uh, of this halacha that the Israchila or Hana would be only after it was cooked first, only Derech Bishal. Because the Pasik in Shutashal Mikra doesn't say that. It says Lois Sevashal. Lois means don't cook. It doesn't mean don't uh, cook and eat it, it just means don't cook. Since the language is Loi uh is there, the Rebbe explains in Pshut Mikra in the Aura Eight before, it's written in a way Loi is because the Bishel is connected to Achila, and the Bishl is connected to Hanor, and that's why the Torah calls it the Bishul uh, Leisavashel. So, if that is the case, we have to say, why does the Torah use the same lotion of Leisavashel by Isur Hanor and duplicates the exact lotion of the Isur uh, that's written by Isur Achila, where also says Leisavashel? So it is not only for the reason that it's only Derech Bishuloi, because that's not, that is true, but the Torah's is not that. Lesevashel has a connection to the actual act of Achille and Hanoi through, uh, because it leads to it. But why would the Torah use the same leading language for Achille and Hanoi? So therefore, we have to say, that in the Loise Vashel, which even though it means it will only be Asur Derech Bishul, but the Torah is coming to hint to us that what is osur in the way of Loise Vashel, would be not only the Gedi, but also the Basr. All Basr, as the Rebbe says in the further in the penim and the sicha. So, basically what it comes out from all this is that we have a problem why the Torah would call the Akhila, with the, the Anoe, the Isra Anoe, why the Torah would call it with the language of Lei Sebashel and repeating the same exact lotion as it says by, uh, by uh, with regard to Isra Achila and Parsh Mishpatim, why the Torah would use the same lotion of Lei Sebashel and Again, we can't say it is because the isra is only Derech because that's not the only reason why it says It's The reason why it says Leisebashel is because that leads to Achille and Ano'e. And why would we use the same lotion that leads to Achille and Ano'e, the exact same lotion, which is a duplication, rather than telling us a separate language? This four, the Ribber learned Rashi, that's why Rashi learns... As the Torah zokti nuzer posik by Misrah Noah the loshon leisavashel, that the Torah says in our verse with regards to the prohibition of benefiting, the language of leisavashel V by the ander tzvi surim, and it uses the exact language as the other prohibition, which is the Hilo bishul. Over there, it also says loshon leisavashel. Well, in Unzer Pasik because in our Pasuk, there's something that is added. that Isur because in our Pasuk, we want to add something not only to our Pasuk, to which talks about the prohibition of Anuah, which it would have used the other language, it would have been just talking about Anuah, but we're trying to add something. in dem Isur. We are talking something about the general prohibition, which applies to the from leisavashel. When the Torah says leisavashel, there is something about the leisavashel which we find in all cases. Thus is That is important to all the three details, which is achila, hanor, and bishul, which means the one of achila, which is mentioned in the parshas bishpatim, bishul in parshas Dvarim, in the chumash Dvarim, and in our Parsha. And that's why the Torah specifically uses and to imply that what we're going to tell you here is something which is important to all these Surah. We're gonna add a general rule. What is the only thing left that what could we add to the general prohibition which applies to everything? because we've already added all acts the acts of cooking of, uh, the benefiting and eating now we have to add something within that it should apply to the cooking it should apply to the benefiting and it should apply to the eating what could be added in the uh, in the thing itself so in the general so what else would be also within them he says the gekochter. He says the gekochter is a kufa. So it means this thing that was cooked. We're adding something in that case, which would apply if you cook it, if you eat it later, or you benefit it a bit later. Let him the Rashi. So therefore, Rashi learns that it's coming to one lebosor that it's the bosor that's coming to be added over here. As the lizvashal gedifun under posik that what the Torah says in our posik lizvashal gedi that adds, and it warns, This comes to include all types of meat. So that's what we're adding here. So even though the Torah says, But we're saying that it means all, That's why the Torah writes, to tell us all types of, Now this would be immediately, but however, it doesn't remain also the oif because first of all we just said we included everything, but then the Torah adds and says that oif no, because from the extra loshin of leisavashel because using loshin we would say all oh, meats, not oif is the pasuk lechshelodah, but oif the pasuk itself immediately excludes with the words when it says. Zogendik b'chalei since it's b'chalei v'imoy, virash is m'fadr as rashim b'chalei that we're including the basar oif. But outside of this exception that we have from the Pasik, then we would include everything uh, also basar oif. And now, this will also explain the second question, why Rashi repeats himself what he said before, that the Rebbe asked in the beginning, why does Rashi have to say again that this pusik is isra the three psukim? Because Rashi wants to make it clear that this Bosa that we're adding here is in the language of Lisevashel will be in all three cases, that it's not only in the case of Hanoe, in our case, but it's in all cases. One of them is Rashi Memamshich, Echad L'Achila, Echad L'Anoe, Echad L'Yisr that one posseh is for the prohibition of eating and benefiting, and one for cooking. The Rabbi said, if we have an extra posik, why is the uh, Rashi saying now that we, we're using them? Here is not the matter of the extra posik, Here is the matter of the duplication of the language of the Savashil. But why does Rashi add that there is each one is coming for something else? <laughs> Rashi already said to us. Why is he trying to tell us over here? Now, the the reason that the way we knew achilas basar wasn't because it's an extra posik. The way we knew it's achilas basar all, as horas for all basar said Achilles, I mean, as, as for all basar is because of the language of leisavashel, which is used the same thing. So we have to add something in the level of Bishl and all things. But why does Rashi have to bring down now that one pasuk is for? Achila, uh, one for Hanah, one for Bishul. Rashi already said it. Pasch mishpatim. Because it's a Because Rashi is, is explaining to us as the Azharal lebosor that this warning for the bosor, which was ver toigem and unser pasik, that has been added in our verse, is nidlois benegelis hanah. So we shouldn't learn that it's only with regards to the prohibition of Hanah, which is in our pasik. Nor zum klalus or isur. But this rather is applicable to the general Isur, Funloi Sevashel, because in Allah's Einer that I brought him to say that it's Achille, Hanoe, Bishul, as the Allah Drei Sachen, that all these three things of Achila, Bishul, and Hanoe, Sein yet min Minboser, are prohibited by every type of meat. Uh, No, I mean, uh, so the Rebbe learns that the Rashi brings down these three things to tell you that it goes on all cases, but one one actually can argue, and one can say, uh, the fact that the Rashi emphasizes here again that one, each one is for something else... uh, and this is specifically for Israel Hanor. says again, so one is going to say so. The limo that we have here as Hador should only apply to to Hanoi. but the Rebbe's follows the previous since the whole Raya is because of the extra Leisavashil and Savashil is the language that is used here as the duplication to indicate that there's something which includes in all three. So Rashi says, "Isra, isra, and isra not to make it unique this for isra HaNoah, but to say that it's across the board in all three cases. Now it's important to uh, mention a few of the haaris that the Rebbe discusses over here, um, one one issue that the Rebbe addresses in Haare 18 was since we have to already say that because of the duplication of the Laisavashil that it is coming to include uh, Obasar, that's the meaning of the Pasek, Laisavashil Gidi Bechalei Vimoy um, meaning here that Obasar so then why should we have to say that we have three extra psukim? So maybe that's the reason why the posik wrote to tell us all Basar. And we don't know, we don't have a third POSIK. We The whole time we're saying we have three psukim, but we already have a reason for this second posik in Parshas Kisisa that it's coming to teach us the Yisr Hanoi, the Yisr B'ol basar. So how do we know Yisr Hanoi? I mean, how do we have an extra posik? We then only have two extra psukim. But the Rebbe says that we can't say that uh this would be the whole reason because the Posik says Gidi, uh, and you're gonna say no it's not a gidi, but it's basr. That doesn't fit with the Pasuk of the language of gidi. The right gidi, and it does not mean gidi, it means all all things. So we still have to say that the reason why the Torah, main reason why the Torah writes you this whole posseg is to tell you Yisra Noah. It. it is only from the extra, from the fact that the Torah uses the same lotion that we're also saying that it also means oh, Basar, so that's why the Torah uses the same lashon. But it couldn't be the whole reason for the posseg. Another issue uh, that the Rebbe asks over here is that we're trying, we're saying here that the um, call the uh, reason for the Lays of Ashel means that would we'll include all meats. All meats, meats would mean even Basar Oif, but the Rebbe says Basar is excluded, Rashi right away he says. And actually, the Rebbe brings down the order that in Parshus uh, Re'e, in the third time where it says, uh, of there we exclude Chaya from there. So, at the end of the day, what remains over here from the uh, Basar, we're left were actually uh, all types of Chaya also. So, you know, we have Egel Cheves and. and uh, and a goat, that's already mashma. that's also pachal g'di, that's the pashta type of giddi. But we're including <coughs> all basar. So, which is the basar? We're including all basar chayyah too. But it's more than that, because not only chayyah, but what we're saying here that we don't need the condition of Gidi of it to be Rach and we're saying all basr meaning not only from the various kinds but the meat itself, even when we're talking about the goat or the sheep or the or the bull, in all cases, all sizes of them would be also That means basr, all kinds of basr. And that's what we include everything from here. But the asks asks explains in order eighteen with the um, star that one can ask why would we actually include just because we're trying to include something why would we include all meat also older meat since the words gidi means soft meat and uh we have a uh the pasach says gidi uh, we're talking about his mother's milk so it's mashma that we're talking about something uh smaller small animal <clears throat> so why so the word gidi means eagle mashma but not a chayye, not let's say a deer so maybe the extra word like Sebastian, the Torah says is coming to include only a deer but it still has to meet the condition of gidi and uh, and it still has to meet the condition of B'chalei Vimoy. It still meets the condition of because it does have uh, mother's milk. Here when we're including all bussar, basically we're saying, A, that it doesn't have to be uh, a small, it's even a big one. And Also, we're saying, Kolbosa, that it doesn't have to be... It's mother's milk, as we learn, because um, actually, at this point, we don't know that it doesn't have to be the mother's milk. We learn that only, we learn out from the Prat from the Bechalev Imoy. But still, physically, Bechalev Imoy makes more sense to include a Chaya, baby Chaya, rather than an adult. The Rebbe explains... That um, and 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 one more thing uh, over here that uh, the that Rebbe explained in the previous sikh in parshas mishpatim that one of the reasons that one is prohibited for a gidi specifically, and that's why in Parsha Mishpatim it's only a Gedi, b'pshat, because it's a more of a cruelty expression to take a small baby and cook in its mother's milk, and that's what it actually is, the literal meaning of that pussy, that's what it means, a young in, the, in, the, in its mother's milk. In, in order to fit in with that context, adding a Chaya to the Gedi would be the natural addition because there is also somewhat of a cruelty there. And there's also, very literally, you can cook it in his mother's milk. That would be more sense than including all basars, all kinds of basar. So, where does Rashi know that it means all basar from? And uh, therefore, first we're saying that it means which are not uh, baby um, although high later on is excluded and also we're saying that we're also including an IF which doesn't have mother's milk a, at all and what we're doing is we're saying later on we're excluding it but the, the, the pasach is including it, why should we include it in the first place? But the Rebbe explains that if we need to include something uh it makes more sense to include of the type of the uh behemoth even though it's not soft uh that is more that is closer to a, a gedi which is the uh soft of the type of 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 of, of ladrach of the type of the behemoth so if we're going to include something instead of trying to include a Chaya, which is further away and older, uh, of the same species, of the same species of Behemoth, versus Chaya of the tame animals, makes more sense to include. And, uh, and once uh, we include an animal, which is not a baby animal, so that means... But the Pasik is telling us that even when there is no uh, reason for achzarius, uh, which doesn't apply to an older animal as it does by a young baby in its mother's milk, so then the Pasik is teaching us that the prohibition is also in a place where we don't have this reason. So therefore, it doesn't make really sense to make a distinction between all behemah and chayah, uh, which means, that's what we conclude already, a too. And it doesn't make a difference between whether it's his mother's milk or other milk. And therefore, also the meat of the bird would be osir. So basically, uh, from the Pasik we have to say that what we're including is all uh, bus because we have to start with behema, the older Behama and then by extension will include everything because once the older Behama is included then the reason of Azarrius fall down so then also the uh, the Vimoy, uh, and the uh, the the falls down so then it includes Chaya and it includes also Oif in all kinds of situations I just uh, need to uh, clarify this a little bit more because it seems since at the end of the day, once we're going to learn that it means um, or so the closer one, as the Rebbe says, they mean Habhema. And therefore it's going to take away from the reason of achzoriz. And therefore we're going to include chayah anyways. So then why don't we just include chaya? Which still has the reason of Achzarius, still needs to meet the criteria of Chalevi Mei, and everything is bedavke. And then we don't have to say what's closer, which is the Min Behema, because you're not going to end up uh, uh, because you're going to end up with not only with what's closer, but the Rebbe's point here is. We cannot exclude a g'di Rach uh, of before including uh, the older of the Behemoth, notwithstanding that that way we're doing away with the Klal of Achzarius. Uh, we have to make it Bedoime. So even though that the Pasik Gdir Chaleivimoi fits better with Chayah, the Behemoth is closer because it's that same mean, although in this Pasik there's a very specific. Uh, rationale that we use that it has the of Zorius and the B'chalevim makes sense over there. Still needs to be a little bit uh, understood and explained better. The other thing is that what seems a little bit of here, now the Rebbe is saying here, here we're explaining the Posik of Azhora Lebosor. And the Rebbe writes clearly that it means... Every type of bosor, he touches out kol behema oif. So that means that when it says as when Rashi says as hora he means an oif too. He says okay, he excludes it later, but it says in the meantime, it says as for bosser That's what we're coming to to tell you over here. And the Rebbe more clearly in hora eighteen also states clearly that. Uh, it doesn't make a uh, sense to be mechaleg uh, bin chalev imoy, b'chalev b'cholav stam. So, uh, therefore, basar oif is also asur uh, in ashar l'chol So, if ashar l'chol the pasuk is coming to ashar l'chol Beferesh means already Basar Oif, so that means that when Rashi says as Horal it has to mean not Bechalevimoy. At that point, Rashi has to already address that it's not v'imoy because an Oif doesn't have Chalevimoy. And the Torah is saying as Horal the rabbit says as Horal means Basar Oif. An Oif doesn't have Chalevimoy. So we have to say at this point, as the Rebbe says, since it includes bosor also in the first Rashi, when Rashi the beginning of Rashi, when Rashi just starts off and says mm-hmm. so it means that we don't need b'chalevimai. As the Rebbe says, in mm-hmm. the, the Rav Kimini is over there. One the Rebbe says later in the pnim, as we learned, as we were learning till now, that was nizchadesh in, in the next part in b'chalevimoi. But since now already we're that it's talking about uh, so that immediately we're negating at this point of the Rashi we're already negating the uh, need for we're saying so in that case why doesn't the Rebbe learn like the Ram and the Gorariyei and the Rebbe takes issue with them that Rashi doesn't mean Rashi is only taichi because the Rebbe argues that the heading of Rashi is only Liss gidi, Rashi doesn't say Bechalev, so we're not including Bechalev. And Eina Rashi doesn't say that. But the question is, but Rashi is essentially saying that it means every Chalav. Because if it means knife, it must mean any Chalav, because there's no Chalev Imay there. So Rashi is essentially saying that it means the Chalev and the together with the Imay. So, like the when the Rebbe was bringing down earlier in the Sicha that the Ram Gurari in 12 that um, when Rashi comes and says um, uh, uh, that, that the Rebbe asks, why does Rashi learn Bachaleiv Imoy means it's mother's milk, and he learns Lamait Bosar if but. Rashi has to say uh, why Rashi can live imoy because the Azhar al Like the, the Rebbe is, is is concluding like the Gurari, not different. Because when it says Azhar al-Basar, it means Basar Aif also, because it's not make a difference. We cannot be Makalik because there's no Akhzaris anymore, because we know it also means a big animal, as the Rebbe says here in the Hara. And therefore Rashi has no choice. But to say lemait uh, gidi, as the Ram says, since we included all uh, all also, so let it be that Rashi didn't come to say is that because Rashi quoted from the pasuk only lizvashel uh, only Lishvashil gidi and not the bchallevimoi, that he wasn't coming to talk about bchallev. But he definitely, as the Rebbe learns now, did mean also bchallevimoi. So then, that in of itself uh, should prove to us, even though Rashi doesn't say the b'feder, but Rashi is saying it when he's saying as horav and Basar The Rebbe Teiches means Basar oif also. So that means that we don't need So then, when the posse comes to chalevimoi, just like the Gurari says, so why a pes when we just said that oif? is okay. And the answer is that's what it's coming from. It needs to be a little bit more clarified. We'll go by it In Ois hey the Rebbe is going to answer that somebody can challenge the interpretation that uh, we just, that you can't challenge the interpretation that we just explained, that we haven't Duplicate lotion of Laysa so therefore it must come to teach us that there is more than just what it says, but something to add to the total Isr, to the Isr of uh Obasar from the duplication. Why don't we say that it's coming to tell us that all milk is Asr? It says Loy Savashel. There's two parts when you cook. You're cooking the meat and the milk together. So loisavashel. Anyways, we're saying that the milk at the end of the day is going to be also all milk. In the previous parashas, mishpatim, takadir, the posik, only asers, b'chalei v'imoy. but But over here at the end of the day, we're going to see that the g'di, that the b'chalei is is um, Islam Dafkin, because that's why Basar Oif is excluded. That's why we need a PAS to exclude Basar Aif. So the next question is if we need to include something, let's include all milk, that's why the Torah uses the lotion of Leisavashel, which applies to all, to Iser Bishw, and isur Hanoah, and to say that in those cases, the Iser Achila, will be not only in its mother's milk, but in all milk, and that's why it says Leisavashel. And then, the Rebbe doesn't bring this out here, but then we don't even need the Prat life anymore, because we include all, because all milk is included over here. And the Rebbe is going to say that the Posik is talking mainly about the Bosor and not talking about the milk. It just tells you in what you can't cook the meat. So the Chiddush the, the has to be in the Bosor. That's why Rashi knows that's what is the sort of the Bosor. Let's read the reason side. The <laughs> cheder, one can ask, <laughs> that the Possig is adding here on the matter also in the item that is being cooked, not just to tell you how you can use it, but we're adding something to what you're cooking, which would apply to all three cases of, and of eating and benefiting and cooking, but there's two parts of something that you cook, gedi um bakhalevi ma you have a goat and you have in the mother's milk is from vanen veis rashi as the sophist to megele gedi how does rashi know that what we're trying to add here is the portion of the gedi which is as haron leboser warning for all meat afshel de pasig maseh ein zu bakhalevi maybe the torah wants to add something that not only mother's milk und the governor's supposed is las haron lechov is warning for the milk not as haron leboser but as haron lechov as the by that this prohibition will apply to all Khalov. And the Rebbe is gonna add further and actually we were actually saying that. The Kashi is noch starker because this question is even stronger, because for Rashi spirits from the way Rashi learns the of Rashi is a Pratloiv and Rashi excludes a knife, Zetman, Velaran. So we see that Rashi learns as the ish of is pasuk g'estakav yad necholov, that the actually it's for every cholov. The in mishpatim of not like in parshas mishpatim where chalev imay over there means only the mother's milk because we don't add anything no over there. So that she can also, therefore, learn that this is the addition, and this consists the addition and this possible of Ashul, that all kinds of milk is, is going to be also. Now, the Rebbe and the Ha'ore brings down a very important point that it seems that either way you're going to say it doesn't really make a difference. The Rebbe is asking now, why don't we say the other way around, that we're coming to include basar, all, all, all khalof, instead of saying all basar. But the truth of the matter is, if we say that basar means all basar, then automatically it forces us to say that all khalof means, that b'chalev b- means all khalof not only If we should say, on the other hand, if we say that, like the Rebbe wants us to say over here, the, the question over here, that the chalei Vime is lav davke, but it means all cholov, so this will force us to say that gidi is lav davke, but it means all kinds of basar. So they're interdependent. So what does shaykh is to ask of your akasha instead of Rashi saying, as hora Rashi should say, as hora le cholov. It really means one and the same thing. Why is it so? Because as we learned before, if we say as basar, meaning that all kinds of basar, if we're including all kinds of basar in the prohibition, so that means that we're not dealing here with a situation of a gedi, which there is an Akzarius because all basar is included, and therefore is nothing special about the Khalivima, which is the idea of Achzorius. If we say that the basar means all basar, then it's taken away the reason of achzorius, then it's lav davk. then we include an oif as the, the Rebbe said before, it's included a uh, large animal, included also a haif and a chaya, because there's no more distinction, and therefore it's b'chalei is lav It means all chalov. Well, on the other hand, if we're going to say, like the Rebbe suggests over here, that we should just say that chalei means all kinds of milk, so that means, again, it has nothing to do with achzorius, it's not the vimei. And therefore, old bosor would be asur, because there would be no reason for only a gdi to be also and Mela So the question is: So why are we asking over here? Let Rashi say this way, or the other way. Uh, it's still the same. Uh, still the same thing. But the Rebbe says the fact that Rashi chooses to say al lebosor and doesn't say bechallevimai, so that means that that, that, that Rashi is explaining that the Pasik is coming to tell us just about the basar, and the uh, and, and not about the khalaf, and the khalaf is only learned out as a result of it. And the question that the Rebbe is asking is, basically, uh, why should the khalaf be a result of the basar? Let the uh, basar be a result of the khalaf. So even though the Rebbe says that the basar says first in the Pasik, uh that should still be um, uh, Rashi should have either said both of them and um, if Rashi doesn't know if they're both equal, Rashi said they're shkulum, the Rebbe said, maybe because suggests that maybe because it's before. But the Rebbe says that there makes a difference between these two ways that we're learning. There is still an Afkimina. The Rebbe brings down Allah whether what is written be Fadish and what is learned out, and that points to the Primagodim, and other areas, and other places, where it makes an Afkimina, whether the baser means old baser, and therefore we say as a result, also means old or is khalov is what's befairish and we learn that old baser, and that has halakhic implications, and the question is, Rashi b'shut shemikra, why does Rashi choose to, ch- to tell us in this way? So the Rebbe explains is there beer in them. So the explanation of this is the reason why Rashi chooses this way is the verter that when we talk about the words it says, don't cook, and that is talking about the this act of not cooking not, it's not that they equal, both of them. It's the goat you shouldn't cook. They're just explaining that you're not allowed to cook him in its mother's milk. And this is why Rashi learned that it's coming to warn you about the meat. Unita Zoralacholo, Venata's warning you about the milk, Valsis Mistaber zu Zogan, because it makes sense to say, as the Esophobi Isur, that this addition in the prohibition was the Posekis Menames Bideloshin, Le Sevashel, that the Torah hints by using the language of Le Sevashel, belonging to the Iker Zach, that that belongs to the main things of horah, which is the warning of Le Sevashel on which the lace of so The lace of is what is the basar, and the basar means a sort of whole basar. Even though as a result from this, you also have the uh, uh, all, all milk also, but the main thing is is the basar. But again, what I was, was asking before, um, but notwithstanding this, but at the end of the day the al lebasar does mean also chalom. Yes, there is enough kiminas that what is the main or not, but in, in the end of the day it means both, azhara lebasar. Rashi chooses to say davkid Azhar lebasar. The Rebbe proves again from the Loshan Rashi that Rashi just brings down lois al gidi and doesn't bring down the Imoy. But since the point, the, the, the question, but since at the end it means also bachalev Ima, uh, because of the al LeBosar, that Rashi chooses to learn, as the Rebbe explains here, as the main uh, reason, so then automatically we have to, the Chayir Rashi has to say LeMaid uh, Bosar because other than that, uh, um, we um, we would include a um um there's the, we know already that bchallev imoy is lav davke because of the leisavashla zhoru lebosor, and that would fit with the pshat. You know, I'm asking again on hora twelve uh, that that's why Rashi has to say Lamite oh because he can't say lemat. We can't say that because it says imoy because we know that bchallev imoy is lav davke. So then that would be including the bird. And therefore, we need to be maimed. The other thing is also just to keep in mind, as mentioned a few times already, that in a later Sikha in in in, 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 Hagoa, in a later Sikha, the Rebbe actually learns that this Rashi in Kisisa is actually not saying that any uh, cholov is 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 is, 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 um, is going to be osur that Rashi, the way the Rebbe learns in that Sikha is that when Rashi says in, that even in this Posik of here in Kisiso, imay means actually in the chalev imay. And, and, and that's why the, the, the oif is excluded. Uh, that there's an extra posik. And um, not like the Rebbe explains in the sikha that when it says um, Azor that it was included in, in oif also. It would be fish not include an oif because it has to be chalevi. My doesn't have a chalevi imei and therefore he's not bachlal the iser over here. Um, that's the way the rabbi learns in that Ha'ara.